Welcome, 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 welcome to the doubled up, 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 the doubled up podcast. Welcome to the doubled up podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt, and with me as he is... Oh, wait, no, he's gone again. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we did warn you about this a couple of weeks ago, but Scott is currently on his honeymoon to New Zealand. So, uh, Scott, I hope you're listening to this somewhere nice and enjoying yourself while I'm sat back here in London trying to make a podcast, keeping us going, as always, taking the burden, putting it on my shoulder. But uh, we call it the next few weeks, Scott's honeymoon hiatus. We did say this a couple of weeks ago, but over the next four weeks, I have replaced Scott with some much better uh, guest co-hosts. And uh, I thought, seeing as I was trying to think of who I can have for week one, I thought I've lost one co-host. I might as well just call upon my other. Because uh, joining us this week for the first week of Scott's Honeymoon Hiatus, he wears lots of hats. He is a podcaster. He is a uh, Knicks fan. He is a uh, brand designer slash owner with uh, sneakers and recreation. Uh, I'd like to introduce to the podcast, Mark. Mark, how are you doing, mate? What is happening? How's it going? Good, mate. This feels so weird recording a podcast with just you and I, and it's not hoops and recreation. So this is very, and, very. And weird. we don't have our, our normal planned intros like we do on on hoops and rec as well. It's this a little bit, but honestly, I'm really happy to be here. I really appreciate the invite. Um, I would also rather be in New Zealand um, as well. So I hope Scott's having a really good time and looking forward to uh, to having a chat with you and uh, going through some of the good stuff we've got going on today. Yeah. Well, you, you lived in New Zealand before, didn't you? So that's like a, it's a place quite close to your heart. Oh, big time. Yeah, I lived there for a year from uh, 2015, 2016. Um, and it was awesome. Um, not just a place. The place is amazing. People are amazing. But it's, it's a great place for sneakers. Really good sneaker community and culture there. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, Scott's not buying too many shoes. Otherwise, his uh, now wife, Verity, is not going to be happy when he takes up all of the suitcase space. But you got to uh, post them back. That was what I found. Was <laughs> when I came back, I was like, well, I only took five pairs with me. I remember you ended up coming back with loads, didn't you, or something? Uh, oh, yeah. like I, I think I bought 20 pairs when I was there. I, I, was, I probably bought more than that, but some of them I was just getting posted to home, like yeah. just directly because I knew I wasn't going to wear them while I was there. Um, but yeah, anything that I was buying in the country or buying from Australia, you know, you start to get into different markets when you <laughs> when you're there. Right. Okay. Uh, I uh, yeah, when it came to coming back, I was like, damn. Like, so I was just yeah, posting stuff back. There was a couple pairs, um, probably more than a couple pairs that I gave to friends or sold to friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well. Um, but yeah, posting stuff back was definitely the key. I, I don't think Scott's going to be uh, out there long enough to start making friends in Australia and uh, sending parcels back and things like this. Hey, you never know. Scott, if you're listening <laughs> you to never this, know, yeah. that's clearly the trick. Mark's giving you all the tricks of the trade here. It's the hustle. I got some real bargains when I was in New Zealand, honestly. Is it quite cheap out there? Uh, it was at the time. Uh, like The, the right. exchange rate was like two to one. Um, oh, at the wow. time so that was really good but also like the yeah like i say the community was really good and like 2015-16 it wasn't like the big resale community like it is now so i got shattered backboards for like 350 including shipping 
Wow. Um, I got black laser fours when I was out there for about 300 from a guy in Australia. Yeah, there was like, Jesus. there was, yeah, lo- lots of good stuff. Cause like I say, it's more of a community vibe. So you do that when you sell as well, you know, you sell for a, for a good price as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You scratch my back. I scratch your back type. Yeah, thing, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just like more the way the community w- was there. Um, and people would also m- do more hookups as well. So like there, there were more people there who would, um, you know, just do a proxy for you like just grab your pet for nothing or you just get him a drink or whatever yeah, yeah. so yeah it's good community good, good vibes in new zealand right so what we're really saying is that we all need to just take our like uk sneaker community move out to new zealand and hopefully hopefully not mess theirs up <laughs> yeah i don't think we want to mess theirs up yeah they probably, they probably don't want the uk sneaker community no, no, you, you guys them, can yeah. stay over there you guys <laughs> absolutely stay over there. Uh, well, Mark, uh, we're going we're to kick things off with uh, any latest pickups that we uh, might have had. So uh, for, for those that have, have not listened to Mark's previous episodes, as I said, me and Mark, we normally do, me, Mark and Wardy, we normally do the, the Hoops and Recreation podcast, which uh, a bit of a shameless plug will be starting again soon for any of you basketball fans out there. In the next couple of weeks, we'll be uh, ramping that back up. If you want to listen to our thoughts on the, the, the kind of new NBA season and follow us through that. But Mark, you're obviously a, a previous guest. We learned all about your sneaker history. So if anyone wants to know more about Mark's back, ground make sure you go back listen to that episode i think it was nearly probably two years ago at this stage which is absolutely mad when you think of it that way it might um, even be longer i'm thinking yeah. it might have even been 2020 it was 2020 or 2021 for sure one of those crazy yeah. i think yeah i mean what in the next couple of weeks this podcast has been going for nearly three years so wow. that's, congratulations thank you very much thank you very much it's, it's guests like you that keep this podcast going <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're just going to stick with a normal episode this week because we know all about mark and if you don't as i say go back and listen to his previous episode so we're going to kick things off with any sort of latest pickups and uh, i thought seeing as you are our guest co-host mark i'd put you on the spot a little bit have you had any sort of uh, recent pickups in the last couple of weeks doesn't have to be the last week but uh anything in the last since we last spoke to you <laughs> yeah, in the last two or last three two years, years have you bought anything? I've, I've had a reasonably quiet year i guess for my standards um but the i picked up a couple pairs yeah in the last couple of weeks so a couple that might surprise you actually okay. one of them might surprise you i picked up in the dsm sale i picked up the dsm vans old school okay they were like 30 pounds and i Bargain. love old schools yeah and i you know with the dsm logo the checkerboard yeah, yeah. ones with dsm logo super cool so yeah pleased to have a pair of uh, old schools again because my last ones are gardening shoes currently um and i also uh was gifted very kindly by ebay for in preparation for sneakiness yes you killed that by the way i should say to, to anyone that Thank was you. there that listened you would have seen mark absolutely kill it with the uh, two days of hosting but i came and saw you on the sunday and you absolutely smashed it with all of the different panels and the sneaker shopping with jesse lauren yeah bravo you smashed it man thank you that means a lot honestly like it was a really really good event like on genuinely one of the best events i've yeah. done and i've been to a hell of a lot of events all over the world but it was a really good vibe i thought all their activations were cool and um all the sellers like the, the seller room like i think everybody did really well selling stuff as well it's just yeah good community and yeah the the shows were fun like the sneaker shopping was really good fun we had good people on the panel um and you know was able to raise some money for a charity close to my heart as well through the auction so yeah it's really good um, but yeah, in prep for that, um, eBay um, gifted me a couple pairs. So um, I, uh, normally they just gift one pair, okay? But with you know with a value attached to it, but I couldn't find anything like at that value. So I was like, okay, could I could I split two pairs? Like there were yeah, two yeah. pairs that have been in my watch list all year 
that then they're not expensive pairs but they were like ones i hadn't pulled the trigger on they were like yeah yeah you can you can do that if you want to so i got the uh the lebron uh, air force one you know the four horsemen yeah yeah, yeah. which like you know obviously yeah they're a really nice pair and again I, I didn't want to pay full price for them i just felt like you know i'm gonna wait till they drop into the sale but they 100%. hadn't dropped into the sale still so i got those really lovely pair and then uh the stussy um af1 mids that came out last year okay the fossil colorway uh i have the black and white already and i really wanted the fossil so i got those as well and yeah they're super nice um and then i bought for sneak and s because you know why only have two pairs for two days when you can have three pairs for three days yeah you need options yeah you need options yeah so i bought the terror squad um air force ones in the blue which is like the the remy ma colorway which was a new york exclusive um and i don't know if many people over here have got them actually they weren't very expensive um but yeah i think they're awesome they're honestly probably my favorite pickup this year well when we spoke about the uh, uh the kind of the, the black and white pair coming out over here i think i said on the episode i was like that's a mark pair 100 percent. i know i knew that you were going to be after the black and white pair and it did not surprise me as soon as i saw that you had the blue pair as well i was like of course he's got the blue pair as well like if there was anyone that was going to go out their way to buy that other pair 100% it was going to be you. And I think I saw shout out to to to, to Dennis uh Sneaker Den. Um I watched his little vlog of of Sneakiness the other day and I saw him like giving you the little interview doing the little fit check and he was like oh, I think I think you're the only person I've seen with this shoe. I was like of course. Of course he's the only person with that shoe. <laughs> I think Scopes has got them as well because he's oh, a big okay. one collector. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to Dennis. That was a good video actually. His yeah. that video uh, recap really um kind of captured the energy of the two days so it, yeah people listening if you check out sneaker den on youtube that's a cool video but um I, th- I think aman said it when he was on the pod with you like that era of the terror squad af1s you know with the 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 kind of nice kick sneak peeks the bobito garcia yeah. you know the back of the slam magazine kind of era that's what the the, the terror squad af1s that that's the market they appeal to and you know that's that's me all over so yeah, I want to get any colorways that I can of those that are coming out. I love the friends and family, the the gray and pink. So yeah, Fat Joe, obviously, I know you listen to this. If you of want course. to send me a pair of those, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. if not, I'll DM him later, I'm sure. Yeah, me, he, he owes me one or two, I think. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get you a pair. <laughs> yeah, you hooked him up with some Adidas in the past, yeah. <laughs> he really needed some Sambas, so I helped him out. <laughs> some ZX Flux that he just uh, really couldn't get his hands on, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair he probably would find it quite difficult to get out i mean you could just buy them on the resale market but yeah him being nike through and through he probably he has to get him on the say he has to get him yeah. on the black market through you yeah so through me what... i control the adidas black market <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what adidas have you picked up in the last few I weeks picked up, i haven't picked up any adidas uh this week oh. i think since the last time we did an episode the only pair of shoes that i've picked up is the uh size exclusive um new balance 580s so uh this uh we i think we spoke about them when they were first coming out as the double up pick for the week uh, they had two colorways a purple and brown colorway and then a kind of lighter colorway that was like a lighter brown with green and um i think uh, me and scott have been saying all year how we're absolutely obsessed with 580s i think the last kind of three pairs that i've bought are all new balance 580s i just love the the kind of silhouette itself and going back to what you were saying earlier, Mark, about not pulling the trigger on shoes because they're inevitably going to hit the sale, uh, that's been 580s all year. They retail at £130, which really ain't that much of a, a price tag anyways, but every single pair has hit 
the sales. And uh, they finally, this size pair, we've been holding out for ages. They finally hit the sale on size for £80. But they had like a week or two where it was extra student discount, extra 20% off. So I think I got them shipped for about 65 quid, which for any shoe, 65 quid is an absolute bargain. And it's an absolute beautiful shoe. Yeah, just looking at them now on the website because I hadn't seen them before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how, how tuned I am in, new, with, yeah, uh, with new, new balance. <laughs> new balance. <laughs> um, they are sixty-five pound for the uh, the brown and purple, or sixty pound yeah. for the the kind of light brown and, and green, which is yeah, fantastic. Then they look super nice. Uh, you know, I, I know we joke a bit about that, but New Balance evidently like they do not miss when it comes to collapse. They they nail it. That, that's a really nice shoe yeah no they've, they've absolutely smashed it with these and uh yeah I'm, I'm definitely waiting for the next round of like an additional 20 percent off a student discount or something like that so i can get the green pair as well so uh, i'm trying to get as many 580s as i can this year because new balance always do this thing where they have one or two silhouettes that they absolutely smash for a year but then the, i've always said that they're really really good for, to the 550 i was gonna say i think that was <laughs> brought that back for a second um but uh yeah they always just they always just like absolutely produce so many pairs of like one or two silhouettes there's always like one made in us one made in uk that they focus on and then like an inline pair like a normal kind of made in china pair or something the 580 at the minute is that pair they always go in the sale and then this time next year they'll be impossible to find they'll just stop doing them because the next hype thing will come out so I'm just trying to get as many of them in the sale as I can because inevitably in a year or two, five eighties will be impossible again. But it's that it's it's that playing chicken with the sales to be like, right, I can see that there's a size nine weight in there. It's currently sat at eighty pounds. Can I hold out enough for it to be sixty, or do I buy it? Like, I'm I'm literally I'm playing chicken with fifteen to twenty quid for every single pair. But it's so worth it when you get that still. You almost get a good feeling though about it, don't you? Yeah, like. I said, I've been waiting for those LeBrons and I would have still been waiting. Uh, like I had a tab open for six months, you know, in my <laughs> safari that I would just refresh and be like, you know, I haven't got them in the sale. The pair that I kept going back and forward about in the sale was the um, CDG Terminators. I love them. And you spoke pair. about them on, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. podcast a couple of weeks ago. I really like them as well in the navy blue. Yep. Yeah, I really like those. And I went into Selfridges, um, in, into Offspring, because I wanted to see them in hand. Um, but they because they have them on the website for a hundred pounds, and I was like, man, that's that's pretty easy, a hundred pounds yeah, yeah. in that colorway. But they didn't have them, so I really wanted to to oh. get a look at because I I think the leather on those is way nicer than the standard ones that came out, isn't it? The standard one was a little bit kind of I suppose best way to describe it is dunky, like it was yeah. just that kind of like a bit plastic, plastic yeah, a bit plasticky yeah. kind of leather. And I also find because I, I bought the um, original pair that came out, um, the the grey and blue pair, and um, I bought a size nine, huge. I, I heard I, that as well. I could have easily fit an eight. And I was thinking, what on earth is that? For someone that's 6'3", wearing a size nine, that's already quite a small size it's for ridiculous. how tall I am. Yeah. Um, if the wind blows in the wrong way, I have to, I'm have going to fall <laughs> over. I've got no balance whatsoever. You can't get an eight. I don't think they'll sell it to no. you. No, yeah, exactly. Laugh. Yeah, they'll look yeah. at me and be like, nah, surely not. You're, you're, you're going to resell this, surely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I put them on. They were absolutely massive. So I had to take them back and I just haven't bought a pair since because again, it's one of those things I don't know. Is it an eight and a half? Is it an eight? Without having to buy loads of pairs and try loads on, I just haven't really bothered since. But yeah, that's a, a great pair. If you can find a pair and like I said, see, see what they're like. Yeah. I, I, Easy money. I, another year, like me would have would have just bought them but you know i'm trying to be a bit more strict this year 
um uh, yeah i wanted to keep it to 12 pairs you know that, that i bought for the year um i'm a little bit over that at the moment but i think there's only <laughs> one, one more pair that i want so i don't i, I think that's going to sit in the sale for a little while yeah. so I, I might go again at the end of the year I, but i do really want to see them in hand but they don't have them in dover street market and they don't have them in right. spring so yeah my options are limited to actually i'm gonna to have to buy some and see what they're like yeah send, them, send back. them back if not yeah. yeah well before we move on to uh this week's top take you said there there's only one more pair this year that you want is it is, is it something that's coming out this week or is it no it's not coming oh. out this week it's not coming out for a little while what have we got what's what's on the it, list the uh amamania jordan 5 the the white and blue colorway i love that shoe and like you will... a jordan five there we the go i've well. said this i've said this honestly i think i said this a week or so ago on the podcast i don't know what it is it's the most unme shoe in the world but i'm already looking at that shoe and I thinking you, I'm, I'm looking at that shoe thinking if i put x amount of money away this month and then a little bit more next month and then if i just make sure that i think i might because yeah, well, i was like gonna that. say it's not it's, it's not yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're a little bit more than a 60 pound 580 so uh <laughs> i'm already thinking like how am i going to be able to swing this shoe i think they're gorgeous so again you know the storytelling they they, they always nail it that that blue hue is amazing the a's on the netting yep like such a nice detail and they've deconstructed the collar a little bit yeah, it looks like a bit like the off whites. Oh, yeah, again, the aging. I think the off white fives. Me and Scott spent a little bit of time recently. Um, I think for last year's year anniversary, we um, went back and had a little look at the um, kind of like sneaker of the year lists that we did for 2020 when we first started the podcast. When we did those kind of six special episodes, just to throw loads of episodes out there to to get people listening to the podcast, where we ranked like knockout tournament all of the shoes from 2020. I remember. And honestly, why on earth I didn't see back then the off-white Jordan Five as as an amazing shoe that it is? I think it made it way it made its way to like the second round or something of the knockout tournament for Jordan that year. But now it's one of those shoes that I look back on thinking that is obviously between that and the thra- uh, fragment three, they're obviously the best Jordans in my opinion of 2020. But it's at the time yeah. everyone was just losing their shit on the sale fours, which I'm not really that much of a fan of anymore. Uh- it, the sale fours are beautiful. Uh, like I, I really like those still, but those fragment threes I wear so much. Yep. Absolutely love them. And I, I got the, um, the gray colored off white five this yeah, year. That's the, that's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. I managed to get it this year. So oh, I've wow. been looking for that because it only came out on sneakers, I think. Oh, okay. It, it certainly didn't, now the top of my head. Yeah, it, it didn't drop in a lot of stores. Um, so Whereas the you know the the sale color came out a bit more yeah available. a bit more available yeah um, but yeah I managed to to get it this year shout out to London Sneaker Club um, for for that one so they they knew I wanted it so when it when it came in I got like, a right, message Mark, go. <laughs> twelve yeah 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 and I was like yeah you're not don't give that to anybody but like, I'm coming in I'm yeah. coming in tomorrow <laughs> and I did like, I had yeah, no idea I had no idea that that the grey pair was a little bit more exclusive I mean. Um... Uh, 2020 me wasn't exactly looking for off-white Jordan 5 so it wasn't yeah. really it wasn't really released <laughs> just trying to stay safe weren't you <laughs> yeah. yeah well it was just hey, it was it was all ZX at that stage so it was just the, the, the idea of an off-white Jordan 5 it was always ZX made, made, my, made my stomach turn at that stage <laughs> now look at me I'm saying about how I want Amamier 5s god how a couple of years can change a person but, I can uh, see you in a man. I think it's a good look. That's... You never know. If if the stars aligned, maybe it will happen this year. But anyways, talking about hype releases, that probably moves us on quite nicely to uh, this week's top take. Shh. Bye. 
So every single week we ask you guys as our listeners to send us in your top take. It could be a spicy stance where you want to ruffle some feathers. It could be spreading a little bit of positivity, whatever you want to get off your chest. And this week's top take is presented to us by previous guest of the podcast and uh, long-term purchaser of sneakers and recreation gear, um, uh, Demo at Aussie.Demo, who uh, I think this top take has been sent in off the back of uh, a couple of news stories that have come out in the last week. Uh, Demo has said uh, gatekeeping by stores to buy shoes is clout chasing and serves no purpose. Now, I know that Demo loves Jordan 1 Lowe's. Doesn't just love Jordan One Lowe's like he is Mr. Jordan One Lowe. And I have a funny feeling this might have been aimed at a certain golf store that was doing a competition for 72 people where they had the opportunity to buy the Travis Scott Jordan One Low Golf if they were able to drive a ball 200 yards. Um, we've seen this with skate stores over and over again. We the recent one was uh do a kickflip to uh buy a pair of sb dunks but uh mark seeing as you're our guest and uh, me, me and scott spoke about this a few weeks ago uh, and gave our kind of thoughts on the whole idea of having to do kickflips for shoes and things like this do you agree with Demo's stance or are you against Demo's stance i'm going to be controversial here i have absolutely no problem with these stores doing this at all wow. and i felt the same way about the 808 store as well so i'll just start with that really quickly yeah yeah because the small stores, like 808 store, okay, they probably had 20 pairs, 25 pairs, okay. They, the rest of the year, they don't have any relevance, okay. And secondly, they rely on a really loyal customer base to keep them going. So yeah. what they're doing really by saying you've got to do a kickflip is saying you need to be a skater, which is who our loyal customer base is. So these are the people that we want to, to be able to give them to, and we don't want to backdoor them. Yeah, so yeah. Th- this is the conversation. Secondly, no one knew who fucking 808 store was. No. Right? Nobody had a clue who it was. Now everybody knows it. <laughs> like I, you don't even have to, if someone says, oh, you remember the kickflip place? You're like, oh yeah, 808 store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows who it is now. So incredible advertising. You know, there's all publicity is good publicity, right? Right. So really good advertising because everybody knows who it is. That 25 pairs or whatever would be a hassle for them to do uh, a raffle or a f- imagine if it did a first come first serve. Oh, like no. that's a real hassle for them. They're not used to doing it. It can cause a lot of problems. Their websites aren't built if they do first come first serve online. So, you know, I, I've experienced with people who run, you know, these small stores and when they get hype drops in, it's actually, it can be a hassle to them. So why not reward your loyal customers and get some really good publicity from it? And it's exactly the same, you know, with the, the, the golf store here. They're doing exactly the same thing. They've only got 72 pairs, I think. I think they've it's got not... more. They're, do, they're doing an online raffle, but they're also doing, okay. a, they're, but they're also doing a London um, event where it is yeah. you get a ticket, one to 72, and you have two attempts to drive a ball 200 yards. Yeah, I'm all for it. Like, it, First of all, it's fun. It's creative. Nike love that. They absolutely love to see brands doing more than, they, than the kind of standard as well, and that's what helps them to get other releases in the future. So I think from a Nike point of view, you know, that, that for, sorry, if I was the store, then you're able to show Nike that you can do something inventive and different. Secondly, 
nobody knew who they were and now everybody knows who they are because it's being talked about it's on every sneaker blog yep it's it'll be on news channels it's absolutely great publicity for them and also like lastly i mean i know there's always this argument about oh well you know should you be able to dunk to buy a pair of jordans it's not the same like we're there is a pair of jordans that come out every day you know we're talking about very specific releases we're talking about one or two stores the this is not restricting you from getting a pair all right you want to have beef with someone have beef with the sneakers app you know the, the way the algorithm works on that have beef with Nike not making enough pairs. Don't have, have you seen their exclusive boots. access as well? Have you seen what they're doing with their exclusive access? I, I didn't, but I, do you know what? I, I hadn't hardly been on my phone today. And then I got a message to say, I've got exclusive access to the Jordan one. And then it said, hi, OG Mauve. And I was like, <laughs> I thought it was going to say Jeff Scott. <laughs> and so I didn't they're... even check it until about four o'clock either. And it came, it came eight o'clock. So I probably couldn't have even got it. They've released recently that, and again, this kind of, I suppose, makes sense, but their exclusive access, and again, this is obviously not just to buy the store, uh, the, sh- the shoe, it will be on there as a normal raffle, so you can just enter it anyways, but in order to get exclusive access to the shoe, you have to have entered and lost three Travis Scott releases, which That's everybody, isn't it? <laughs> every single person, but you yeah. also needed to have bought this year an item of Nike Golf apparel or like oh, like golf yeah, stuff good for them. that that may like actually it. make sense to me that actually makes yeah. sense to me because that is one way of being like it's different with basketball shoes like with normal jordans because to say oh you have to have bought a jersey i, I don't know if that kind of uh, so many people would have just bought jerseys for fa- like fashion no, no one's going out and buying golf shoes because they want to walk down the street wearing spikes do you know what i mean unless they bought a golf hat or something hasn't or... actually got spikes no though, has exactly it? no yeah. it, it's it's more like the kind of Air Maxes they've done recently, where it's like just a slightly thicker, I think, outsole or something. I think like you that. can put them on there, can't you? I don't know. I haven't really looked at the, the shoe. I don't properly. know enough about yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know enough about golf either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if like you can put them on, or are they for like um, synthetic? Courses? I know. I almost bought, and I really got confused when I did the Adidas event the other week, and I was hunting around London to try and find a pair of shoes. Um, I almost I saw in in Selfridges they had the uh, Kif Sambas, and I thought, oh, that's great. Mm. Why do these Sambas? Haven't they been sold out for well, ages? The, no, no, the, the specific pair. There's a reason why these were in the store. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> um, I thought, why do they have a really big outsole? Why does it look like a track shoe or something? And then googled it and realized it was a golf shoe, and it was just a Samba that had a thicker outsole. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, it didn't look very comfortable the to walk. Those Kiss Sambas is massive. I think you were like, oh, it's coming <laughs> at the like, right this time. Is amazing. <laughs> what a great coincidence. <laughs> no, it was the golf shoes, and that's why no one bought them but uh, and, and also these travis scott golf shoes are horrible like i don't like the colorway at all not a nice colorway it also it feels a bit like you know they have the jordan one low like the og shape and then the jordan one low what i call like the fat low shape yeah, yeah. that's what they were called like years ago that are a bit shitter and they have the jump man on the tongue yeah these remind me more of that with that horrible tongue tag they kind of look like knockoffs they yeah, just don't look like nice quality like the rest of the travises that you know they're always really nice quality suede or, suede or leather. Leathers, yeah yeah th- these just don't give me that same feeling at all no i, I agree and i think going back to, to, to demo's um kind of top take i was very much on demo's side with the 808 skate stores because i didn't like the idea that you're only specifically rewarding the people that are skaters i think i made the point during the episode that we spoke about it that like you can also still not be a skater 
and support that store week in, week out. And by saying that you have to do a kickflip kind of gets rid of yeah, that, that portion of get it. Um, and I think I even made, I made the point of like, what happens if you physically can't? Like, What happens if you were once a skater, absolutely love skating, got involved in an accident, and now you're physically unable to skate? And now they're telling you you can't actually have a shoe because you can't do a kickflip. Like, that to me was absolutely ridiculous. But for the 24 pairs that they've got, the okay. chances are fairly slim. Okay, that's fair enough. No, that's fair enough. More, more with this, because I think, you know, you yeah. say it's 72 so, or whatever. With this particular example, with Travis, the, 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 this um, golf store in London, I was very anti it until I saw they were doing an online raffle. And now it becomes something totally different. Like we see this with other stores like Offspring or an End or a Football Trail will do this where it's like, OK, you can buy the shoe online, but come to this cool event and take part. That yeah. I think is totally different because what you're doing is you're giving 72, op- uh, 72 people an opportunity just to have a really fun day and you're not taking that away from the others. If they only had 72 pairs and they only sold that in this, you have to drive the ball 200 yards, then I would have been like, come on. Again, there's people that might be really shit at golf that can't drive 200 yards mm. that really want the shoe and they might be buying apparel from that shop week in, week out and they're just mm. not being allowed to buy it because of that. But if we're talking specifically about this Travis release the fact they're just having a cool event and then on top of that allowing people to buy it I'm kind of okay with that because you're not selling all of your pairs through this weird gimmick yeah I I agree with you and I I like what you said there and I also think you know at the event you know we know what these kind of events are like they're probably going to give pairs to everybody who has a try let's see how strict they are about it and you know at the end of the night as well you know I got some left over well you know, then then maybe people will be able yeah, to have yeah. we know what events are like in person. It's always if they can get a good feeling, a good vibe, they can sell some other clothes, people can come and have a drink and get people together, then it's a good thing. And you've got to do something different. You can't just do raffles first come, first serve all the time. You have to do something different. You have to be innovative with the product. I think it depends on how big I think there's a there's a line to it. Like you can make it far too ridiculous where it is just you're making people jump through far too many hoops if it's uh the odd hoop here or there i think it, it, all of us yeah. like yeah. a hoop in our favor right like i'm thinking of me living in london the fact that i have the ability to if i really want to enter for a shoe i have the ability to enter the in-person raffles of offspring i can enter the in-person raffles with end i can enter the in-person raffles with foot patrol like to me I would almost be a little bit hypocritical to be like no i think in-person raffles are really really good when someone up in like manchester is like oh, i hate in-person raffles because i can't get the yeah. shoe yeah. i do think there's a line to it where it's like jump through a, a small hoop a slight hop through a hoop but uh yeah if you're going to start making me do ridiculous skate tricks and things like this for, for for something i think that's a little bit over the top but yeah in response to damo i'm kind of with damo here but if we're talking specifically about this travis scott release as soon as i found out they were doing an online, online raffle now i just think it's a little bit different now i think actually they've redeemed themselves a little bit by still letting the public buy some shoes well if you want to submit a, a top take for next week, remember we have another guest next week. So uh, if you want another guest to, uh, sorry, Mark, you're not here next week. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> One show and I'm kicked off already halfway through. It's crazy. I've never been. Don't fired, worry, like... don't worry. You're gonna have enough podcasts with me over the course of the year. It's fine. Yeah, it's but yeah if you want to submit your top take make sure you look out on our instagram page we have a post every single week where you can comment on the post or look out for our story you can reply to the story send us in a message carry a pigeon however you want to let us know just send in your top take and we will debate it on the show that moves us on nicely to our first main segment of the episode and that is shoes round every single week we spend a little bit of time looking back to some of the biggest news stories that have happened in the world of footwear and we give our thoughts and opinions uh seeing as scott isn't here i'm doing shoes round for the next four weeks so i'll pass over to me for shoes round 
right, Mark, you've been taken out of the Doubled Up podcast studio and you are now in the Shoes Round studio. I hope you like what we've done with the place. It is a little bit more professional compared to the Doubled Up podcast studio, but I hope it's not too intimidating. You'll be fine. Uh, This week, we're talking uh, a little bit about basketball. Uh, which kind of fits in nicely, seeing as you are our guest, because we are talking uh, about, uh, funnily enough, I didn't ever think I'd be saying this uh, on the podcast. We're talking about sketches. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is something, actually, this is a news story that's been going on for a couple of months now, because early in September, we saw uh, my beloved Los Angeles Clippers guard, Terrence Mann, who uh, is one of my favourite players for absolutely posterising Rudy Gobert a couple of seasons ago in the playoffs. Um, He was seen wearing a pair of Skechers basketball shoes. Now, over the last couple of weeks, with the new NBA season starting, we had Media Day, which is basically an opportunity for all of the teams to kind of, as it says in the title, speak to media, get pictures taken for the upcoming season, et cetera, et cetera. And normally an opportunity for stars to debut new releases, some of the kind of hype shoes and things like this. It's not always basketball shoes. Um, sometimes people are just wearing kind of the shoes they like. We saw some, I'm pretty sure like Rick Owen shoes and things like this, this media day. Uh, I know DeMar DeRozan was wearing um, up tempos and things like this. Of course, Devin Booker was wearing chucks because he's always wearing chucks. But um, we saw two NBA stars. And this is quite nice because this is bringing, I've just realized this is bringing our two teams together. We've got Terrence Mann from the Clippers and Julius Randle from the Knicks. Um, they were both seen wearing Skechers sneakers. Now, it's a little bit of a vague news story because we still do not know whether or not these sneakers are actually going to be wearable for the NBA season. But of course, this is getting everyone talking about the fact that it's a Skechers basketball shoe now as much as there's not much of a news story around this because again we don't know much of the shoes about the shoes i wanted to kind of talk to you mark about brand perception because i think it's safe to say that sketches has this kind of image of basically being for kind of middle-aged old people that just care about comfort and don't actually care about what the shoe looks like like i'm like my mum wears sketches for example and she absolutely loves her sketches Shout out, Mandy. Love you, Mandy. But um, she's not exactly the the pillar of fashion these days. Do we think that having these NBA stars like Julius Randle, Terrence Mann, do we think moves like this by Sketches can change the brand perception? Or do we think Sketches will always be Sketches and this is a silly idea? It's not the first time Sketches have tried to rebrand. No. They, they did the big Kardashian uh true stuff, didn't they that was that was a Snoop real dog had a collab recently as well with them. that is absolutely wild so they've tried and and the kardashian one was huge like they must have put a lot of money because yeah. they had kim on everything and they were wearing them all in the show and everything i don't think it works like i just don't know how they could ever rebrand from being like you say that orthotic shoe for older people or people yeah, yeah. who just don't really care about footwear that much i've heard sketches are the comfiest shoes ever but i've never never actually dared you know to, to take the plunge <laughs> and get myself a pair <laughs> even when i worked in a shoe store i like i did put some on once but i was like nah it just still feels can't. weird yeah no. i can't can't do it yeah um which is a bit sad actually isn't it yeah but how is it yeah we all have that with certain things don't we like you yeah. say that about like i don't know crisps you buy or like the beans you buy or something do you know what i mean like some people are going to be a heinz bean some people are going to be a branston bean. yeah fair, fair. people love their brands and people hate their brands yeah and, and i think sketches just have this reputation 
uh, as you know that this brand is specifically for that market and i i'm not sure if they're ever going to be able to change that and i'm also i don't think i like julius randall and terence Mann are good players but i don't think they're ever going to be high enough caliber to get enough people to think about buying sketches basketball shoe the price point would have to be low yeah the she would have to be incredible. It could literally have no faults because people will rip it apart. Like yeah, they yeah. will do anything they can to find something wrong with it. It does look very much like a Jordan thirty six. It does, yeah. 36. It looks, yeah. yeah. I also, I also saw a, I also saw a meme the other day where it was like, "Is Julius Randall okay? He knows that Tibbs is going to play him for forty eight minutes a game. <laughs> he's, he's going out there in sketches. That's why he's wearing a sketches. <laughs> yeah, good for his knees." Yeah, I just and it's a weird one for Randall. They must have dropped a serious bag because yeah. he's been wearing Kobe's. You know, he was very close to Kobe. He's been wearing Kobe's in tribute of Kobe, and now he's in sketches. Yeah, like you say yeah. playing forty-eight minutes a game. It's a gamble for him. Yeah, as well. I think when it comes to the brand perception, I understand that brands want to rebrand to a certain degree, and I think that brands can have like a light rebrand. Like I'm thinking New Balance at the minute, right? Like New Balance, um, the whole part of their marketing is the whole like dads in Ohio, um, like uh, models in Paris type thing. Mm-hmm. But New Balance have always been a bit cool. Like even when they yeah. weren't at the top of their hype, like New Balance has still been a bit of like a, if you know, you know. I don't know anyone that I've ever had a conversation that has gone, oh, sketches, like, if you know, you know. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I've never been the soundbite for this episode, <laughs> sketches. If you know, you know. You know, you know. <laughs> like, they're going to be in my emails in a minute, like, right, we want you to wear this new basketball shoe every day. <laughs> we'll pay you as much as Terrence Mann. Um, but yeah, I just don't, I, I understand that brands need to do it. Like I said, you've got the likes of, humor that might come out of um uh, kind of out of the light a little bit and now with all the terrace stuff going on like puma have a big history with terrace shoes so they're kind of riding off the back of the adidas thing at the minute again adidas Mm. with everything going on but they've always been fairly cool so all they're doing is kind of rising back up to where they once were and then they might dip down a little bit and then rise back up to where they once were sketches has never been a cool brand unfortunately and i don't think it ever will be a cool brand so them trying to break into a market that they're already an underdog in just seems like it's a lot of resource to waste as a company for not much um, outgoing. They are the kings of their market. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like oh, they, 100%. they own their market. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why are you trying to be cool when yeah. all you should care about is profits for your shareholders and you're not going to make any profits from Sketches basketball shoes? And you're quite right in that. I mean, I said I worked in a, in a sneaker store we sold so many sketches. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's like, like the we, on running at the minute. It's like the, the, it's absolutely. almost like same kind of carryover, right? Like I know yeah. there's a lot of people that love on running who are runners, but if you look around London, the people that were wearing sketches are now wearing on running, yeah. <laughs> and uh, or, or both, one yeah. on each foot. <laughs> I guess they've done quite a good job of breaking into the streetwear brand from running. But again, the running vibe is very popular at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Same as the hiking vibe and and you know how Salomon has moved from yeah, kind yeah. of hiking into streetwear. Whereas sketches to move from orthotic kind of old people shoes into streetwear doesn't feel and I say streetwear, shoes basketball to streetwear, is streetwear. Shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like basketball with streetwear, you know, that's yeah. Uh, so I don't think that's the movement. And you you're quite right in that it's not their market. Not only is it not their market, it's the most congested market. Nike and Jordan combined have an over a 90% share 
and everybody else is fighting for this this 10% market share. Adidas have got tons of players on their roster. They've still got a tiny share. They must be spending, you know, almost as much as they're making. Puma, Jay-Z, RJ Barrett, you you know, um, the Mellow Ball. And the Mellow is really the only shoe that you ever see anybody wearing at all. Then you've got the likes of like Anta coming in as well. Yeah, with Clay Thompson and people like that. Yeah. yeah. And one making a little bit of a push and then coming back. uh, um, Under Armour. Under Armour, yeah, of course, yeah. One of the best players in the league for the last 10 years. You know, I think he's on 11 shoes now. And over here in the UK, you still don't, like, if I was to say name three basketball brands, you're going, or basketball shoe brands, you're you're going Nike Jordan and then the people are uh, Adidas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. maybe Puma for people because the Lamellos were a good price point. So I know lots of kind of local hoopers had those. Yeah. But nobody's really saying Under Armour and I, I never really see people in Under Armour I sometimes see people in New Balance basketball shoes yeah um, but again you know they've got a tiny tiny bit of the market and they are cool like, yeah. they're, they're having a moment you know New Balance are really cool for the last few years I just don't see where the market is for sketches to get in but they, they must have done some research I'm sure <laughs> somebody just woke up one day and was like fuck it <laughs> someone woke up watched a YouTube package of Julius Randall's uh highlights and went we need to sign that guy that's our guy this is the equivalent of air but for sketches i was just about to say i can imagine it like the air boardroom where they've got all the names up and everybody who's got a deal they move to the side it's like right who hasn't got a deal and there's just julius randall and terence Mann left (laughs) let's take the top 100 players in the league right okay who hasn't got a deal it's just those two they're the only choices all right cool pay them what they need I love the fact that you've also said Terrence Mann is a top 100 player in the league. He's going to be very yeah, happy about he's that. He's probably top 300 <laughs> player in the league. <laughs> I mean, Randall, I guess, is technically a top 30 player in the league. Like, he was an all-star again this hey. year. Hey. Yeah. Shout, shout out the New York Knicks. Shout out the New York Knicks. <laughs> top 30 player wearing sketches. Top 30 player in his sketches. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, it's going to be interesting to see. Like I said, we still don't know much about this actual shoe. I'm really, really kind of looking forward to seeing one of these players actually suit up wearing sketches and whether or not it's going to all of a sudden blow up, fizzle to absolutely nothing, or whether we're going to see some sort of, uh, I don't know, Julius Randall try and do a spin move in the post and blow out his shoe like Zion Williamson or something like that like it's it's going to be and again there's probably a big portion of these listeners that really don't care about basketball and we're talking about players and basketball shoes and things like this but I think the overall it'll be really interesting to hear from any listeners about what they think when it comes to brand perception because this we're just using sketches almost as kind of like a subtopic for that conversation right there's other brands out there that people will just never think are cool that might push to be cool and it's interesting to see how yeah I could never, I mean, I just couldn't wear a, a Solomon shoe. I just, I no. like for me, it's just completely associated with hiking. That's, that's not who I am at all, but you see them everywhere. And and there are people who are wearing them that I never thought would wear them as well. So they, they've done the best job, you know, with that kind of twist in that brand perception. I wonder if sketches, they're trying basketball. Are they going to try like to make a street wear shoe? as well like, it's just so hard to get into that market like i said well the fact that like I said, they, they have tried recently the fact that you were laughing at the fact that snoop dogg had a sketch he had a three crazy. shoe he had a three shoe streetwear collaboration like it wasn't a performance shoe snoop dogg had a three shoe pack with sketches and the fact that no one the fact that you didn't know about it or barely anyone knows about it i think i only saw it because i saw some influencer was sent i posted it on sneakers and recreation oh okay you did yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting one. It's definitely going to be uh, a, a bit of an interesting one there. And I think with that, that's the news. All right, Mark, we are back out of the Shoes Round studio. And with that, we're going to move into our next um, kind of main segment, and that is Double Up, Double Down. Every single week, we spend a little bit of time looking forward at some of the biggest releases that are happening in the week. We pick a shoe that we like, a double up, a shoe that we dislike, a double down, and a sleeper pick, a shoe that we think is going to be a little bit lost amongst the hype. I'm passing back over to me for this week's Double Up, Double Down. Okay, so starting things off, Mark, with the shoe that we like, as we always do, we like to uh, start things off on a positive note in this segment. And uh, the double up for the week is going to be the Concepts Times New Balance Made in USA 998 eight the c notes only now this shoe uh, has got a lot of new balance fans very very happy because this is actually a kind of re-release of the original coveted um 998 c notes only from concepts 10 years ago so it's celebrating the 10th anniversary of this shoe it's a shoe that a lot of new and uh, newer New Balance fans would have looked back at and kind of wished maybe that they managed to get a pair. And I really like the fact that they are um, kind of uh, using this as an opportunity to celebrate a really, really good collaborator, but whilst also um, kind of bringing back uh, an old classic, right? I mean, we love it when Nike and, and Adidas and other kind of brands do this. So I think New Balance um, bringing a, back a big collab like this has got a lot of people talking. If you haven't seen the shoe before, the shoe is very muted and very, I suppose, on trend uh, at the minute with kind of some cream um, uh, kind of o- overlays, um, suede towards the toe, up near the eyelets of the shoe, on the tongue, as you go towards the back of the shoe. It's got a nice kind of khaki green with concepts um, written towards the heel of the shoe you've got a couple of brown kind of overlays and on the midsole you've got a little bit of white a little bit of cream and a little bit of blue with a black outsole uh, the shoe itself is just absolutely beautiful and uh, the fact that yeah it's kind of an example of a shoe from 10 years ago that you can just pick up drop into today's kind of style and it's instantly one of the best new balances of the year and the shoe itself is releasing um on the 17th on the new balance uh website the 17th of october has got a bit of a, a steep price point at 220 pounds but it's made in usa and it's a collaboration so that's kind of what they're going for these days but uh mark what do you think of the concepts 998 new balance collabs don't miss concepts collabs don't, don't miss, miss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I like a New Balance, then yeah, it's got to be fire. The box is fire. Yeah, the color scheme fire. The price at two twenty. I used to think that was a lot for the made in stuff. Now it's kind of like the market price point is. They haven't really put it up, which is good. So it fits in quite well. Um, yeah, this is a a great collab, and uh, these are going to fly fly for shows have been a lot of people's collections i think um a bit of an almost honorable mention for this week and i actually prefer this shoe over the shoe that i'm about to mention but i think it's it's a big week for new balance fans where you've got the stone island um 991 v2 that people are absolutely losing their shit about number one because it is a new silhouette technically with the 991 v2 um, and New Balance always like to bring in a collaboration with these new releases. 
but I don't like Stone Island as a brand. It just makes me think of football hooligans. And I also don't like the kind of really, really dark shoe. So for me, this is uh, the better of the two shoes. But you've got, for New Balance fans, two huge shoes that are dropping in the same week that are both retailing at about 220 to 240 pounds so it's uh very easily a 500 pound week for new balance fans if you're not careful yeah good week to be a new balance fan not a good week to be the wife or partner of a new balance <laughs> fan <laughs> or to be the bill of someone who's a new balance fan sorry guys we're eating beans on toast this week because <laughs> yeah dad's need dad needs two pairs of new balance <laughs> Well, moving on from uh, a shoe that we like to a shoe that we dislike, the double down for the week. <laughs> and uh, we are talking about, funnily enough, we were talking uh, earlier on about Nike SB and Nike SB have had a fantastic year this year um, up until this point, to be perfectly honest, with the Nike SB Dunk High Sweet Tooth, or as people are calling it, the Candy Corn. Uh, Nike SB always like to bring out a Halloween inspired shoe um, every single year and they are normally a little bit crazy and a little bit wacky Uh, this time they have taken inspiration from the classic kind of american candy uh, of candy corn that uh, it's basically a sb dunk high that goes from white on the toe to orange in the middle to yellow at the uh, heel of the shoe very much like candy corn does and uh, it's releasing on the 17th of october for 120 pounds um i don't like it just like I don't like candy corn. So I don't know if that's two controversial things, but I don't like the shoe and I don't like the sweet. So uh, yeah, this this ain't a good one from SB when they've had a cracking year. It is terrible. Awful. Uh, absolutely awful. The fade is, I just don't understand it. Is it supposed to be a fade or it just looks like the colour machine got stuck at different points? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's absolutely dreadful. I, I, yeah. I don't, the, the, the shoe doesn't match the concept at all. Like the best thing about it is probably the the insoles, like with the candy yeah. corn on, or the fact that it's got like the teeth on the uh, inside of the um, tongue. But again, we're talking about the two most redeeming things of this shoe being um, underneath your foot when you're wearing it and tucked against your shin when you're wearing it. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the two most redeeming things about this shoe, no one will ever see. And you're yeah. going to have to be that idiot that goes, yeah, but there's a tooth behind the tongue and show everyone just to kind of show a redeeming feature of the shoe. It looks like it's plasticky as well, which is weird. It looks, yeah. Because like normally with this kind of, like you say, the Halloween type collabs, they'll, they'll do some decent leather at least. It doesn't feel Halloween. No. Like a Halloween concept. Yeah, it, it, it's a terrible shoe. Yeah, well, hopefully moving on to something that is a little bit nicer, we'll move on to our sleeper pick for the week. And uh, we are really, I suppose, having a little bit of a nod of the cap to uh, Scotty Boy for for not being with us because he is going through a little bit of a Saucony renaissance at the minute where he's discovering that he absolutely loves the brand. And a few weeks back, we went to the Saucony 125-year event um, that I've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast, and they showed a bunch of upcoming releases. And uh, the shoe that we're going to talk about now is the Saucony times Saucony Pro Grid Omni 9 in the Crystal Cave colorway. Um, We have explained this whole idea of Sockany times Sockany before. It's a very weird concept that they do, but basically, whenever they have a shoe that is collaborative, well, coll- collaborating, could say that word for a second, with themselves, it basically means that it's limited shoes that are made of the highest quality. That's essentially what it is. It's just the design teams within the brand are creating 
good quality limited releases essentially they call it Sockany time Sockany. honestly when i went to the event on the little oh, on the little that. thing that it was sat on it said Sockany time Sockany pro grid omni 9 um it is really really weird i think most outlets are just calling it the so- like the Sockany pro grids omni 9 but yeah if you actually look at the box it will be Sockany time Sockany i reckon someone at Sockany didn't know what the x men they didn't realize that was for collabs <laughs> <laughs> like 20 years later they're like oh wait that's what that means <laughs> yeah oh dear but the shoe itself is an absolute mashup of all sorts of uh different colors it's uh very much this kind of um uh mesh runner that we've been seeing kind of surge into popularity which normally i'm not a fan of but for whatever reason the colors on this i'm actually kind of liking it's really a combination of kind of purples blues yellows browns golds blacks creams all sorts of the whole idea of it being called um the crystal cave is it's taking inspiration from colors from a crystal cave uh and it's just a very very nice looking shoe i think the fact that the mesh it's kind of um very much this wide mesh across the toe box and across the side of the heel uh side of the shoe sorry but you can very clearly see underneath that there is a very thick blue panel underneath so it doesn't look like you can kind of see your toes through it like it almost feel like some of these other mesh shoes that we've seen just seem a little bit too like the mesh is just too wide and looks all a bit too breathable for me but uh yeah i i really really like the shoe it's releasing supposedly on the 20th of october um i haven't seen any sort of confirmed information from any stores but the Sockany sneaks instagram page has got it down for 190 euros on the 20th of october and in the uk it should be available on foot patrol and end clothing so uh, the usual kind of suspects for these type of shoes now mark i don't necessarily see you as much of a Sockany kind of guy but what do you think about these i like Sockany. yeah um yeah i do yeah they sent me the book and it that 125 year book is awesome oh it's so cool yeah really, yeah really well t- put together book and some really great pairs in there um i wouldn't wear these with your feet like they are absolutely <laughs> um horrible looking shoe however nice um storytelling to concept like how they've put that in you know with the the what did you say the cave yeah, yeah, the crystal yeah, cave. cave. Yeah, crystal cave. Yeah, that's really nice. Like that, yeah. that comes across nice iridescent colours. Um, the sole is very New Balance. Very, yes. very New Balance. It's that the, the blue on the heel yeah. really yeah. reminds me of the rain clouds from the protection pack because that protection pack had the kind of um, yeah. the cream sole with the little blue uh, hits on the back. So although it's obviously not a direct take on it, it does look very 2002R. Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. I was trying to picture the shoe with out the Saucony logo, you know, like with a with an, with an MB yeah, or something yeah. like that on the side. It's the, <laughs> it does look better with the Saucony logo, even in my head. Um, so yeah, not for me, but nice concept to design that, that they've done there. Um, and yeah, I'm sure it would be big amongst the, the Saucony heads. So yeah, it could be a sleeper pick, as I'm sure most Saucony's are, to be yeah. honest. Well, like I say, there's a lot of pages that are uh, saying about how this is the the pair that they're really looking forward to this year. And a lot of the people that I saw at the event, um, they had all these upcoming releases kind of put out on the top floor of this event. And not a single person walked past this shoe without picking it up and being like, oh, actually, I really wow. like this. So it, just, it did seem to be a fan favorite on the day. Um, we're going to move very quickly into our uh, Steel of the Week. Steel of the Week. Um, I didn't prep you for this one, Mark, and there was a reason for it, because until the shop shuts, I am just dedicating the Steel of the Week segment to Hannon. 
Okay. Oh yeah. So um, the news came out. We were going to talk about it if we didn't when we were going to record last week. Unfortunately, I put the post out. I got COVID. <clears throat> couldn't record last week, so therefore um, we didn't manage to talk about it. But they announced last week that they are closing uh, completely. They closed their um, brick and mortar store last year now they're closing completely and the steals that you can find on the hannon website is just absolutely ridiculous so for anyone that's been thinking about buying any shoes until they close down the steal of the week is going to be just the hannon site in general because whether it's clothing whether it's shoes whether it's whatever they are just reducing things more and more and more and more and you can get shoes for there's deodoras on there that retail at 210 pounds you can buy them for about 80 pounds at the minute which is absolutely ridiculous so um some of their clothes Clothing, like the Hannon brand stuff is like, like five pound a t-shirt and stuff pounds. like this. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's really good. I, think I saw they had a, a Gore-Tex jacket on there that I almost bought that retail for 395 pounds and it was on there for 80 pounds. And it was one of those things I had it in my basket. And then by the time I thought, yeah, I'll buy it. It was out of stock in my size idiot but yeah it's just ridiculous so go and have a little bit of a shop on hannon because they are just going to be the steal of the week until the shop shuts which i do believe is at the end of the month um and with that mark we're going to move into our final segment of today and uh that is a little bit of a game segment that we like to call scott versus our guest the rotation game Now, of course, again, I really think I need to retitle this segment because for uh, the next four weeks, we are doing Scott versus our guest, the rotation game without Scott. Uh, But to explain how this game works, every single time we have a guest, um, uh, every single time we have a guest, uh, we basically challenge them to a little bit of a game. Uh, The idea is we present our guest with a theme. And from that theme, we normally do Scott versus our guest, a five day uh, rotation draft um so our guest normally goes first they pick a shoe from the theme scott then goes so on and so forth until both of them have built a five-day rotation we then put it up on the instagram page for you guys to vote on which you think is the best five-day rotation now i am stepping in for scott for the next four weeks and uh seeing as when we last kind of spoke to you mark when you gave us your origin story you spoke about how what got you into sneakers was of course jordan brand so it only made sense to me to have some sort of jordan related uh theme we did do a little bit of a back and forth with this over uh, a message because originally it was just going to be non-collab jordans but you very quickly realized that your entire list was basically just og colorways um so we've adapted it a little bit to non-collab and non-og jordans so I'm really testing myself here because I've been having to Google uh, what is a Jordan um, all week, basically. <laughs> I love but... that that might be your actual history. What is a Jordan shoe? <laughs> and I'm glad that we did this as well, because when I started to do the list of non-collabs, I was like, this is all my favorite Jordans anyway. Like I was like Chicago one, white yeah. cement three, white cement four, black cement three. I was like, these are all my favorite pairs anyway. Yeah. So there was a bit of an easy list. So uh, yeah, I appreciate you going with the the non-collab, non-OG colorway. So these are, for, I think sometimes these are the ones that get missed, but honestly, these are like historically some of my absolute favorite pairs in my collection. You might have to call me up on a couple of these, though, because I have had to do a little bit of Googling. And I feel as if in my head, I have a list here of shoes that in my eyes are not OG colorways because, of course, they're not like your Chicago's and things like this. But again, there might be a couple that would be considered technically OG colorways. Um, but I don't really know. I'm not really much of a, a Jordan guy. So if I mean, if I've, listened any... to, 
I've listened to past episodes of this, and you guys never follow the rules anyway. Makes sense. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what... <laughs> you done. The, you done the retail collabs the other day. Scott was coming out of all types of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough it is our podcast we can make up the rules so if there's any if there's any suspicious ones that you're like "Mm, hang about just call me on it i've got a list of about 15 here so i've got a couple that i can pick from um but seeing as mark you are our guest i will let you pick first so what shoe are you picking for your first from your five-day collection do you know what like i feel like you not being a jordan guy i would like you to go first because i feel like i've almost got you know a little bit of an advantage like because you okay. know being being a jordan guy being more in that world I, i'd like to give you the opportunity to go for this might come back on me really badly it probably but, won't yeah, I'm gonna let you go first right okay i'm gonna I've, I've got three shoes here i've got loads of shoes and there's three specifically that i want to have on my rotation because of the fact that they mean something to the doubled up podcast uh, crew and uh, i'm picking my first pair because it is our non-executive non-producer ryan's uh favorite jordan of all time and i'm going with the air jordan for fear nice man that is a great pair that is a great non-collab non-og that's perfect man what an awesome pair of shoes again he keeps telling me it's the greatest jordan of all time i always tell him that it's not because i just like winding ryan up but he'll be very happy to know that the aj4 fear is on my list so i love uh, that very much for letting me go first no no i'm glad you chose those that i would say they age really badly Right, like okay. they don't look very nice after they've been been worn a lot. Like the sole goes yellow and the suede, nice. yeah, gets a bit tight. But as a brand new pair, they are. Hey, it's only a five day rotation as well. I'll wear it for five Fair. days. And next week, <laughs> next week I've got a new theme that I need to yeah, pick, yeah. so I'm fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, Mark, hit me um, with your first one. So I'm gonna go with what's probably a popular pair, and this is this was a game changer when it came out. Right, it made the resale market go pretty crazy, um, and it was one of the first. Yeah, one of the first pairs that people kind of went crazy over, and it brought orange back into the sneaker mix. So the shattered backboard Jordan one. Yeah, I did kind of think that surely one of us had to pick a shattered backboard at some stage in this uh, in this battle. So yeah, no, one hundred percent beautiful, beautiful shoe, uh, and I think a lot of people uh, are going to agree that that needs to be picked number one. All right, okay, coming out strong. All right, well, as, as, as I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stick with uh, uh, probably the not so smart options but i'm picking with the uh, i'm I'm going very much going team doubled up for this and uh my next pick is going to be the air jordan one co.jp in the kind of midnight navy colorway obviously it re-released recently it means a lot to scott because he got married in that shoe so uh yeah he, he, he wore the midnight navy pair verity wore the silver pair and uh, it's very much a double That's up podcast. Cool. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for that reason, again, nod to Scott. We're going with the co.jp Air Jordan 1. Yeah, I like that. Shout out Scott and Verity. That's cool. Um, I particularly like the OG release because it had the suitcase yeah. um, as well. It's a shame they didn't bring that back again, but then it probably would have been another hundred pounds on top oh. nowadays. God, yeah. Even, even, again, that's such a missed opportunity. They could have done like a really limited release for that. It's like the same with yeah. like how Concepts do their normal box and the special boxes, for example. Like I think about the the Tadunkans recently, where it was those normal box and the one that had the oven with the chicken in it and things like this. Like just <laughs> do some, do something fun. Yeah. And then a store could have done something where you have to prove that you work a shitty office job to be able to get the backwards got a briefcase. You have to bring your own briefcase, and they'll put the shoes in your briefcase, yeah. and then you can walk out. You have to prove that you work more than the 40-hour week and that you really don't like your your job, that you need a briefcase for. (laughs) 
<laughs> I like that. that Next time around. <laughs> yeah. Right. What's um, number two, Mark? So number two for me, uh, a, a shoe when when I was coming up in sneakers these were shoes that were like proper grails and i never thought i'd get one and i talked about it earlier um already actually it, i managed to get it 20 years after sorry 10 years after its release um and that's the black laser jordan 4 nice i think i saw i think was it but did you put something on your instagram earlier on about well, I put the, a white the white pair yes on, i knew i saw on, that on ig yeah i was i was there was i was actually doing my research trying to find shoes for this and i saw that and i was like should that make the list? I don't mm, know. The white so, pair is on my draft list, but the black pair I'm choosing first. Okay, yeah. nice. All right. Well, I'm going with a, a more recent pair for my number three. And this is just because the fact that it's one of my, again, you will know this, Mark, and listeners will know this. It takes a lot for me to be like, I like that Jordan. And there are a handful that I really, really like. I mentioned earlier the AMM5s. And in recent years, the other pair that I really liked and was too stubborn to think about it at the time, but I really, really like the Air Jordan 1 Obsidian. Ooh. So I'm going with that. A bit more of a new pair. Again, there's loads of classics that people are probably shouting, thinking, why on earth haven't you picked the reverse shirt backboard or something like that? But again, first three pairs, are going to be for me. So I'll go with the AJ1 Obsidian because I just love that shoe. Yeah, it, when it came out, man, everybody had them on. Yeah, 100%. They were kind of an influencer pair, actually, yeah. at one point. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, You're saying that very judgmentally. I didn't like them that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't like them that much. Like They're, they're, they're okay. They're, they're a decent shoe, but yeah. Uh... I, I'll tell you what, though. I'll stick with the same colour theme, actually. Ooh, okay. So this is a pair that... Um, came out, I think these must have came out in 2014. Um, they came out um, Christmas time and they came out a very similar time to the Jordan 11 uh, Legend Blue, which was like the remake of the Columbia. Um, they came as a pack and that put a lot of people off, actually. They came with the Jordan 29. Now, for me, that was a no-brainer because the Jordan 29 was one of the best shoes I've ever played in. Right. So to get these in a pack was easy. So it's the Jordan 11 in the Pantone colorway. Oh, okay. Now, this is a shoe that I've had for nine years now, and I still haven't worn. <laughs> and I <laughs> I don't think I have any other shoes that I've had for that long that I've never worn. I just don't know, like how to wear them now yeah yeah. like there are hard shoes i think to match with anything anyway i find 11 is quite hard to wear you know just casually but it is a stunning stunning shoe um the the sock liner it isn't the normal kind of um you know felt it's it's nicely weaved it just feels really really premium and like i say the pack itself was awesome and it was probably like 300 for the pack which was you know reasonably cheap at the time it was quite hard to get i remember getting it on Foot Locker online but it was a hard Right. Kind of online cop um and i remember yeah i had the legend blues i had those and i remember doing like a, a picture in front of the christmas tree with the pack and the legend blues as well with <laughs> <laughs> nice. so yeah they're sentimental and they're dope so they're, they're coming in number uh, three. i love that at the time as well was it unlike uh, you thought it was the sickest picture in the world and it was like oh, yeah. uh, on and a I, potato I, phone 100% on a potato <laughs> with like some sort of, you know, vin- vignette filter, oh, you know, nice. like make it look uh, uh, old school. Yeah, a couple of baubles glaring into the camera. So it's a little bit too, uh, yeah. No, it wasn't even that advanced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll find it. Oh dear. Well, my fourth pick, I'm going to go with a pair that uh, I do like 
Um, but it seems to be that everyone is really, really craving for this shoe to come back at the minute. And for that reason, uh, seeing as this is going for a vote online, Mark, I'm uh, I'm picking one for the people here. And I'm going with the Air Jordan 4 Military Blue. Which technically is an OG colorway. This is what I thought. <laughs> this is where yeah, I'd be like, oh, now I'm going to get caught out. All right. No, no, I've got, yeah, I've got others. I've got others. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay, 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 okay. All right, we're really going different now. We are going for Air Jordan 10. Oh. London. Oh. I don't know why, but I really really like a 10. There's a couple of Jordan models that realistically in 2023, people couldn't give a shit about. For whatever reason, I like them. I like eights and I like tens. (laughs) So there we go. We're going for a Jordan 10 London. Easy for you if you want to grab stuff then. Well, they're, always, they're, they're too expensive and I can't actually wear them because they look awful on me. So it's oh, more okay. like I'm happy to look at it on a shelf. But uh, yeah, the Air Jordan 10 London. We'll, nice. we'll throw those in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember trying to get as many of those C10s when they yeah, came yeah. back out again. But all anybody really wants is like the Seattle, the Orlando, the ones that, you know, the original yeah. uh, City pack that came out. Um, okay. Uh, I am gonna go. I'm, you know, I'm gonna stick with the city theme oh, okay. actually, and this is a pair that I don't own um, because okay. it's stupid money. Um, I know where you're going with this. Tokyo Fives. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, the Tokyo Fives. So that's the yellow pair with the the stitching on the back, which looks like something completely random, but it's actually like it, the 23 is in it. Ooh. Yeah, it's nice, really nice pair. Um, super. Grail status for a lot of people and expensive as well. I do not want to have it in my collection. So you wouldn't so want to have it in your collection. I would love to have it. Oh, I, I thought you just it. said I wouldn't want to. I was like, you're oh, just no, saying about I how much you love it, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, really I'd expensive, hard to get shoe. Now I don't really fancy that one. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, if someone could hook me up with a pair for for retail, then yeah, I'd be all over those. But yeah, Tokyo Fives. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I think this is. I I kind of thought that you were going to go with this for uh yours um and i'm probably going to absolutely butcher how to say this and um for that just humor me but i think i'm going to go with the air jordan 3 soul okay yeah nice (laughs) feel really proud of that one don't you i do actually yeah (laughs) as soon as you said city theme i was like crap i know exactly what he's going with no wait no i'm still fine i'm fine (laughs) Uh, that's a cool pair Super cool pair. I really like when they do things like that with the little like the, the the flag on the tongue and things like this. I think yeah, it's just something like that. Just so much nicer than having just Nike on the shoe or a tick on the shoe or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Obviously, he's got the Nike air on the back, the flag on the tongue. Really cool shoe. Yeah, super high quality. Um, yep. really hard to get over here. I only know one person um, in the UK with them actually. Um, so yeah, oh, I know two I'm people. Happy. Yeah, but, very yeah, great, feel, very great smug with my uh, final pick. All right, Mark. <laughs> Bring us home. What's pick number five? This is tough. Um, well, because you've got 101 shoes on a list and you're trying to work out which pair you want. Genuinely, <laughs> I made a list of 12 just to be sure because I wasn't sure what you'd pick, obviously. Yeah. And you haven't picked a single one. That oh, I've got no, on I've, really, I've not done you any favours here, have I? <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's great. It means that I've, you know, you've made it easy for me. If we were drafting against each other, I'd be well. <laughs> um, but it's made it hard to pick the last one. So, there's a it's going to be a Jordan 4 um there's there's a lot that um were quite sentimental to me that I grabbed like mid-2000s pairs that I grabbed kind of 2012 2013 when I was kind of earning enough money to 
buy the stuff that I didn't have enough money for yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in the mid 2000s. Um, but I'm going to go for the Linen 4. Um, okay. Yeah. And it's a little bit different. I'm going to go for that one because it was a women's only release um, to begin with. Um, beautiful pair. And my wife always wanted them. They re released in 2017 uh, and they were extended grade school only. Um, oh. They didn't release over here either. So they only released in the US. And I went um, to see my best friend lives in Orlando. I went to visit him, went into um, a Champs or a Foot Action. Yeah. And they had a pair on display. It was their last pair and it was her size. Oh, wow. So it's just beautiful coincidence. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grabbed those for her. No box. You know, I have to dash the box because you've got to get in your luggage. I'm sure she um, can. Yeah, she, she loves them. She wears them all the time. Um, Amazing. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go with that pair because and it's a super dope pair. And Sneaker Den's always talking about them. It's like they always have a pair that end up on Hidden because people don't really, you know, know about them. Um, yeah. And then there's there's a bit of a bit of a hype around, a bit of a buzz around them. I'd like to see them come back in like a, a full extended size range so yeah they'll round out my five but it could have been any one of like five pairs of fours but i feel like we've, we've got a, we've got a good little situation going on here i think if i quickly just go back through your uh five day rotation here mark you have drafted the air jordan one shattered backboards the air jordan four uh black laser you've got the air jordan 11 panton you've got the air jordan five tokyo and the air jordan four linen ain't a bad little five day rotation there mm, ain't a bad little five day rotation I, on the other hand, have the Air Jordan 4 Fear, the Air Jordan 1 yeah. Co.JP Midnight Navy, the Air Jordan 1 Influencer Obsidian, the <laughs> Air Jordan 10 London, and the Air Jordan 3 Soul. I'm happy with that. I feel like that could have gone way worse, and I only almost broke the rules once. So I feel <laughs> yeah, like but... overall I've done all right. <laughs> and to be fair, I don't know if Mike ever actually wore the military blue either, but they came out. In eighty nine, so yeah, they're an OG technically. I like the my fears ten, I like and my the souls yeah. in particular. Yeah, stupidly good. Um, good picks. There we go. Well, they'll be going up on our Instagram page about halfway through this week. So uh, you guys, as the listeners, will be able to let us know who you think had the best rotation. Um, Scott physically can't win this time because normally he wins this game. So. Uh, there's going to be a new winner this week. Uh, so yeah, have a little look on Instagram to see whose five-day rotation you would rather rock. But uh, Mark, that, that brings us pretty much to the end of the podcast, mate. You've made it out alive for the the, the second time on the Double Up podcast. I mean, how do you feel? Do you get some sort of badge like every time you come on the podcast? Like, yeah, you... so what we'll do yeah. is we'll send you the Doubled Up podcast black belt. <laughs> and uh, every time you are on an episode, you get an extra, like, you know how with uh, karate, you get a Dan on the belt, a little yeah. red stripe. So, yeah, yeah, just add a little red stripe on it. And then next time you go to Sneak and S and Host, you can wear your doubled up podcast black belt with your two Dans and everyone will think you're really, really cool. Of course I will. Oh, can we make it a bandana, though, just so people can really see it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Karate good advertising style, yeah. For you. yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put my plug in now that I want to come on and do the Christmas Oh, um, okay. Episode as well. We can do that. Sure, the year episode. So, you, you, I, I've been trying to get on that for a couple of years. So, this is my put my my, my name in the hat now for it. Hey, well, I tell you what. Seeing as this is obviously going to get all of the numbers this episode, that uh, <laughs> I feel like the people have spoken already. I could already tell this is the number one episode. The people have spoken. You have to come back. Yeah, no, we can get you on. We'll get you on. I'm excited. It feels weird that we're only uh, like soon. Me and Scott are going to be talking about like 
putting the spreadsheet together to like work out what the shoes that we're going to be drafting are, which is absolutely ridiculous. How are we almost getting to that point now? I love that you said spreadsheet as well. Like you could definitely get the um the the Jordans with the two case. We put a Google Doc together, we get people to do it, and then Scott will sit there every single night and he'll have a little look on the votes and he'll update the spreadsheet and he'll put it in order of which has had the love most it. votes, which had the least. Honestly, there's a whole military operation to work out the uh, 30 shoes or something that people end up voting for at the end. I think this year is going to be really interesting because there's just so many random brands. I think people are going to be voting for. I mean, you asked me at Sneakerness what I thought the sneaker of the year was, and I said the Kith, Asics, Marvel, um, mm. like the the, the X Men, Joe Light Three. I think there's going to be loads of random shoes like that that people are like, "Yep, that's my sneaker of yeah. the year." In fact, when I asked that question at Sneakerness, everybody's answer took me by surprise. Yeah. All the panel had a different answer, and everybody in the crowd came up with something different i don't think there's any runaway winner certainly for me there's no real runaway winners this year so yeah it's going to be an interesting convo well in that case mike we will see you back here christmas time for the all-star draft of 2023 but uh all i should probably say now is thank you very much for joining us mark and thank you for you guys listening to the doubled up podcast remember if you like this episode leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family make sure you follow at doubled up podcasts on instagram and use hashtag doubled up pod to be featured on the instagram page you can find me matt at matt underscore simply underscore on instagram Mark, tell the listeners where they can find you. I am at 19.85. Also, Sneakers and Recreation. Also, Hoops and Recreation for Basketball Podcasts in the near future. And uh, until next time, guys, goodbye. And as always, peace Manuson. on.